Hello, so welcome to section three of the podcast, which is kind of a review. I still haven't named it yet, so people who be listening from the start will be angry at me because I've, I've always said I'm going to keep on trying to find out what to call it, but I haven't. Um, but yeah, so we could, if you could go back to when you first started traveling, living abroad, and give yourself one snippet of information which could really help where you are today, uh, what would that be? Mm. Well, what definitely helped me um, was knowing a bit of the language, of course. I would always, like even if just tra for traveling a few weeks, I would always learn a bit of the language. I actually learned some Chinese too. Uh, the kids told me. <laughs> but um, it helped because otherwise it's just impossible. Even with knowing the language, it was almost impossible to to make friends but yeah always learning a bit of the language and to to make friends the easiest is actually at least for me it was um over facebook facebook communities I, expert groups in, on facebook aren't always that great but it's a good starting point because you can get you can ask them where where to go and if you want to engage in local community that often because they speak your language they can point to the right direction um, i wouldn't stay too long in those expert groups because some groups are like really mean <laughs> and i i don't know they they're not it's not a good environment i found it i always stayed only in the beginning to figure out where to go and um, understand a little bit what to look out for um, and then you can find um Places. What is really great are local language exchange, and you can find them in Facebook groups as well. Um, there's almost in every bigger city there language exchange, and that's like in Chile, for example, people want to speak English um, or German, maybe I don't know, but and then you can speak Spanish with them, and they can learn a little bit from you. But in the end, um, it's just like socializing, and you get to know each other, and that's when you can make friends with locals and if it's South America or Latin America in general, they will invite you to your house and then you like, get to know all their friends and family and all of a sudden you are in. <laughs> so that's very easy here. Um, but it also works um, in China. It, I, it worked a very similar way. So it, in my case, I'm more shy when it comes to meeting people. So for me, it was really helpful starting out online um kind of checking what to do and then go for it and then it was just a piece of cake so that's that's one one thing throw away that travel book because they just send you to <laughs> places that are super crowded and annoying um get to know the local people and they can take you to places you would have never found otherwise so don't use any planet then no, <laughs> no, um, I would actually not, not the daily planet. I would, um, blogs also blogs are good places to find hidden, nice areas. Um, um, you can ask us in Facebook groups. I, I sometimes ask for, um, good travel blogs about like uh, Mexico, for example. And then I managed to find the contact. Like there was like, a random dude who was blogging about his travel in Mexico and he was tagging um the social media from a guy who lived close to mexico city 
um, no, it was not Mexico City, it was Merida. And, and I contacted that guy and that's just uh, someone in his free time um, who tours around some tourists. He, in his private car, he has say five seats and then he would go, I mean, four seats so he can take four people and then he would take them to like his favorite synodes and um, have lunch with his family. And you know, that those experiences are not in Daily Planet. Um, and I found it because I read the travel blog that I asked for in the Facebook group. So yeah, <laughs> that's, um, that helped. And then you could, if I wasn't going to stay in Merida, but I could have engaged more possibly, um, through that person, um, find a community there. That's, that's such a great bit of advice in terms of, yeah, looking at local blogs and I guess people who've been there recently it's probably a good way of, as well of finding things because things change over time one thing about time just, just the things it, it makes things uh, you could have a good review one year but then it could be really bad service the year after or vice versa and it's all about having the most frequent or most recent experience kind of um, documented which is quite useful for, for planning your own trips or planning your own adventures really uh, or as you've done try and go for the uh, most remote place possible and make your own way. Well, yeah, that was, yeah, that was just, um, I opened Airbnb and then I, you know, look at the map and then what looks like super interesting and remote. And sometimes the place that I found at Airbnb decided where I would go next. And, and I didn't even know how to get there, just book the place. And then it was an adventure to get there. It was really not, that was not easy. Um, and at some point, I thought, "Oh my God, where we are going? Like, <laughs> what is this?" Because there were there were no streets anymore. We would just go off road, and we're like, "Whoa, uh, how can you even drive here?" Yeah, that was. But that's so like I love these memories the most. Oh, and I never used any guide. When you don't have much time, maybe that's good. But if you don't, if you have plenty of time, then go by yourself um or you know footsteps of someone not so popular that's if that makes sense that's a great great bit of advice um is there anything else you want to share about your your time abroad or your your lifestyle or how much you've enjoyed it or how much you've struggled or maybe being homesick i was never homesick i actually now we kind of settled down in Chile and uh, we built, uh, we rented an apartment long term um, and we adopted two kittens. So it's serious. But now I struggle a lot with um, the opposite feeling, which is, I don't know if wanderlust or something is the word, but I want to, I feel already, I want to go, I want to move on. <laughs> I guess. The, the struggle is once you did this, it's hard to live a normal life again. Do you miss Spezi, the uh, Coke and Fanta mix that's very popular in Germany? Like, things like that. Do you know, nothing you miss from home? Licorice, I think that's how you say it. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Oh, uh, is it the salty fish <laughs> one? No, it's, it's, a, it's a candy. Yeah, but you have the, the fish-shaped uh, licorice in Germany, right? Oh, yeah, 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 this one. Yeah, exactly, this one. <laughs> I I didn't think you were going to know. Yeah, that stuff. I miss that. I have a friend here. She's German and she's 
gonna travel to Germany next week and stay for two months and she already said she's gonna bring me some and she comes back <laughs> yeah it's also very popular in Sweden like I I don't like it it's it's not something I enjoy <laughs> I guess you have to grow up with that stuff to like it no I love it uh, that's what I miss it doesn't exist here um, people hate it uh, I once I gave it to my husband he's like oh, 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 and what is this <laughs> would spit it out no. Mm. um no other than that german stuff is everywhere like there's nothing i couldn't find here um, apart from that german beers and everywhere um otherwise i would miss it i i do like weizen beer uh, but it's here so it's what culture i make i no i don't that's that tastes like pee. <laughs> I, not that I know how yeah. pee tastes, but I imagine that must. <laughs> I imagine this is what it tastes like. <laughs> this hot noodle from Cologne is, is what you. <laughs> everyone noon. likes it, but no. We're from northern northern Germany, and Kölsch is is near northern part of Germany, but but it's more east, well, western. Sorry, but yeah, it's. Um, only from that city, I guess. Um, Cologne, 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 Cologne. You know, Cologne. Oh, I don't have no idea. It's Cologne. Say that in English, but the German word Cologne. Yeah, that's I, I guess I have no. I don't know much about that. Um, so I'm ignorant. I'm, I think I'm too ignorant about other, other German regions and their beer. Like every region has their own beer. Um, basically. Um, it's a fight it's a language of Germany so, that's good dangerous <laughs> dangerous area I'm, I'm I'm talking about here right now if anyone from there hears this is gonna take a plane to to you know hunt me down <laughs> uh, maybe no maybe not I don't know I don't miss anything in particular I mean, my parents of course but not German stuff like I spend many years of my life there so it's 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 okay like i don't need to be surrounded by german things anymore i could if i wanted but the rammstein though there's a lot of people who like german music actually here um i hear a lot of german in music in bars but it's because i go to rock bars and a lot of rock is um german british or german um, yeah, but this is where it was born. So, basically, I've got a lot of um, a lot of German rap on you know, my some of my Spotify playlists. Oh no! Yeah, when I was trying <laughs> to uh, learn learn German, I would just try and find as much music as possible. So. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's that's the best way to learn languages. My my husband is a language teacher, like an actual one. He studied that, so he he always tells his students to listen to music and learning languages that's also how he, he learned back then before he even went to study at the university he knew how to speak english because of music see so sang lyrics he translated it so you did right not me i wouldn't recommend rap but well you know if you like it go for it <laughs> i know I, i'm there. into you know i like all music so i'm very um, eclectic so i grew up um, listening to a lot of uh a lot of emo music when I was growing up, but, oh. but also like 
it was like the punk goes crankier. So a lot of crossover from from genres. But yeah, I, I think there's there's not much music I, d- I don't enjoy. Um, as long as it's got like a some some level of skill involved. Mm, then you probably listen to a lot of German music without knowing because they were all singing in English. Probably all those punk stuff. I didn't even know. I learned it when I was here. Now his husband telling me, oh, this is a German band. No way. Yeah. Oh, okay. I always thought. The same when I went to the Swedes, like the Swedes make all music. I didn't realize how much music was infected by the Swedish, by, by, by Swedish people until I was there. I was like, like, can you leave it for everyone else, please? <laughs> um, I guess it's quite similar like when Americans find out like a lot of British bands or who they like. Well, they have also some good bands, but yeah, I'm all in. But then they were all influenced by British bands. So <laughs> first the language, then the music. <laughs> Anything else you want to share about living abroad that we haven't talked? <laughs> no, we covered so much stuff. Um, no, I can't think of anything now. But it was that was nice, like really going back and reliving everything. I going so deep into all those different areas like i'm I'm not one of those people who ever documented it anywhere maybe i should have but it was nice um you, so, you have now yeah yeah thanks for giving me the opportunity of reliving my travel and now i will have to have a serious conversation with my husband because now i want to go back to costa rica <laughs> well well thank you for i get first of all commenting on my post and then engaging in back and book conversation about booking a time slot which works with both our time zone and thank you for for spending so much time with me here sharing your incredible journey and uh making it so much fun yeah I just, yeah thank you and we'll see you next time for the expert pod <laughs>